stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. Hello, everybody. I'm Emily. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to The Long Road Home. Minisode. 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 Hello, everyone. Hope you've had a wonderful week since we, uh, you know, last saw you. Happy late Valentine's Day. I hope your weekend was full of love. Yes, full of love. And, you know, if you don't have a significant other, I hope you had a lot of lotion. Or lube. Lube is better, I think. Yeah, lube is also a very good option, and hopefully you bought some before the post-Valentine's Day shortage. But yeah, we hope you had a great weekend. We've been busy digging out of all the snow and still cleaning bear spray up off of our walls. It's in our bodies, and it's never going anywhere, I don't think. No, we're just going to be forever spicy. Forever. So, it's Emily's turn to... Uh, oh, wait, one more thing. Pro tip. Go to the store today on the 15th and throughout this week... Go get you some discount candy. Yeah, you got to get the candy now. Now's the time. Uh, It's better than post-Halloween because it's just full of chocolate. Full of it. Yeah, it's all the good stuff. Yeah. It's not like the discount pack of dum-dums. You know, dum-dums are fine or whatever, but this is the good stuff. (laughs) Fuck dum-dums. You can get the good stuff this week, so go get it. All right, guys. It is Emily's mandate this week. So what do you got for us? That's right. Today, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about extraterrestrials. So, former Pentagon official Louise Elizondo recently made statements regarding extraterrestrials, other species of humans, human consciousness, and interdimensional nature of reality. So before we dive into what exactly he was talking about, let's talk a little bit about who Louise Elizondo is. Um, He is the former director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATTIP, the secretive Pentagon unit that studied UFOs. Um, He was senior counterintelligence officer for the Department of Defense. He operated throughout Afghanistan, the Middle East, and Latin America. He's a trained special agent who led countless tactical and strategic missions, both during wartime and times of peace. He also conducted sensitive source operations against some of America's toughest adversaries. And he's also a part of To the Stars Academy. No shit. none other than Tom DeLonge. DeLonge. Yeah. They're homies, huh? That's they crazy. are homies. The dude's uh, got a pretty big repertoire. ATTIP is ATIP, right? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Let's, let's say that. Yeah, he's also been on Tucker Carlson, Flying uh, Objects, a state secret, um, unidentified inside America's UFO investigation, and ancient aliens. He's really making the rounds, making that money. Oh, yeah. he's been He's been in a part of these conversations for a long time. So, uh, but recently, he... Uh, went on that UFO podcast and fade to black radio and answered some questions about aliens. And he had some interesting theories that I wanted to share with y'all. So let's dive in. For anyone that's been following the topic of UFO disclosure, the last few years have seen more official statements regarding the topic that range from an acknowledgement of a multi-governmental cover-up to acknowledgement that we are not alone. Pentagon officials Chris Mellon and Luis Elizondo are at the forefront of this discussion effort and Elizondo has made some notable statements recently. So what, how do we want to do this? Do you want me to go through the things that he said and then we can talk about it? Or do you want yeah, to go through it point by point? No, let's hear it first okay. and then we'll, we'll talk about it. And I cut some of the stuff out because I, I didn't know if it was necessarily relevant to our conversation. So let's talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. The first thing is that apparently senior government officials are making fake accounts to monitor the public disclosure of UFO on Twitter. So they're like watching Twitter? 
Yep, they're they're um, leading like misinformation campaigns on Twitter. They are like reporting UAP sightings um, and getting it shut down. There's there's essentially um, the government is controlling the narrative and the release of these statements. And another thing that uh, uh, Elizondo was referring to or alluding to was that there's that's all part of an intelligent operation with phases. And currently they're getting ready to move into phase two, the international cooperation phase. So like they're like little there's like little controlled releases happening here and there by the government. But we're going to we're going to be moving into phase two where there's going to be some overall exposure that happens along with um, an international cooperation phase, whatever that means. I guess that means the world unites together to talk about aliens. So essentially the reason for this controlled release of information is because, well, Lou states it's because basically we can't give people all the information at the same time because they will choke on it. He said it's been here for a while and it's not our information um, and it might lead to some surprisingly simple answers. The interviewer then brought up Lou's quote um, from the past where he said, what if it wasn't mankind, but it's mankind's. And Lou responded by saying, we live in a 3D world where time is a function of the fourth dimension, where time is a linear process. Space and time are joint. Space-time is flexible. He says that the linear universe we experience isn't actually linear and gives examples of an electron. Initially, we're taught that it it revolves around the atom. Now we know about the electron cloud, where it's both present and not present in the same area at any given time. The present is a moment in space-time where the future is transitioning to the past. So then he goes on to use a cigarette as an example, which is this is a metaphor that um, really made it kind of click for me. If you light a cigarette, the future is the unburnt part of the cigarette, and the burnt part is the past. The burning area is the present. That's how we experience it, the infinitesimally small burning area. What if there are things out there that it can ex- that can experience a larger part of the presence than we can? What if there's a species out there that can experience the universe with an extra level of dimension, meaning more elements of the future and past are experienced in the present? He gives the example of him being there, having the ability to have that same conversation he's presently having five minutes before then or five minutes after it. He alludes to the possibility of um, UAPs not being experienced or seen by us because we aren't intersecting with their dimension at particular points of time. That's pretty heavy. It makes, I mean, that's a, a good theory. I like so, it. So, yeah, essentially what he goes on to say, or uh, like what, what Lou is is saying here is that aliens are living in an alternate dimension from us. It's not that they exist within the fourth dimension. They're existing within the fifth dimension or their experience of the present is like an unevenly burnt cigarette. So they can kind of close the rift between the past and the present. They can, they can experience multiple things at once. And that's why it's hard for us to track them. It's hard for us to see them. We don't have a lot of sightings because they're literally, they are right here. It's just like that they're sitting their dimension is like sitting on top of us. Okay, so it's like almost astral plane. Almost, exactly. That's exactly it. And so there's a lot of theories that if we really wanted to get into this, like look at um, like ghosts and demons and angels, that they're all really aliens that are just interacting on this. Um, it's a level of existence that we can't existence. reach. Yeah, exactly. Because we're stuck in this one speck of time. So to kind of to kind of um, 
go more in depth around what Louise Elizondo is talking about here. Uh, I'm going to go over to the next the interview that he did the next day on Fade to Black Radio, where he was talking about the Tic Tac uh, UAP. Chad, do you remember the Tic Tac UAP? Oh, yeah. It's a great video. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know or don't remember what we're talking about, back in 2017, uh, the U.S. Navy released a video of a UAP that was moving um, so fast they could barely track it. And then I think they lost it very quickly and it, and it closed a gap of 60 miles in like seconds. Yeah, uh, it was just moving really fast. The, I mean, the, the Navy's Air Force, the Navy's planes couldn't keep up with what was really happening. They were able to track it for a long time and it was just doing all sorts of funky stuff. But it was essentially like the first time that the governments had really, the government itself had really released something like that. Yeah, it got leaked years earlier, but then Tom DeLonge and To The Stars got a hold of the, the guy that uh, was in the plane at the time, and he's been all over the internet now. And yeah, so they sort of re- re- didn't re-release the video, but they came out and said that it was legitimate, and they don't know what it was. Yeah, and so that that's a heavily talked about instance, or incident, uh, within the UAP community. And in his Fate to Black Radio interview, Luis Elizondo was asked, is the Tic Tac not of this earth? And he responded by saying... Is the Tic Tac us or foreign adversary technology? The answer is no. Is it from the Earth? We don't know. We don't know if they're from outer space, inner space, or in between. There's a whole reality around us that we don't interact with, and we are only now starting to explore quantum states. All these realities are part of the natural environment, which we just don't perceive. We are very limited as a species in three-dimensional space, with time as an aspect of the fourth dimension expressed in a linear form for us. Um, that's not to say there's not other things all around us. We can only experience the universe through five senses, yet we know that we can only perceive 1% of 1% of the universe that's around us. Most of the universe remains completely invisible to us. I don't mean the universe out there. I mean the universe right here, our personal surroundings. We know less than 5% about our deepest oceans. We don't have an understanding of what lives on our own planet, let alone anywhere else. It's foolhardy for us to say definitively, the buck stops with us. If we can't see it, then it doesn't exist. It's clearly not true. So that's kind of a more, um, that's kind of a deeper explanation of that theory, right? It's just like we're, there's another dimension just sitting right on top of us that we just can't physically experience. And it's so interesting when you think about like, um, what is it? The praying mantis shrimp? Yeah. And all the colors that he can see and perceive. If you just think about that, what about all of our other senses? If we could amplify all of our other senses, what would we be able to experience? It's a very interesting idea. So is he he's saying then that the Tic Tac at that point in time had crossed through from that plane into ours. Right. We just happened to cross at that specific time so and someone was there. He's saying that extraterrestrials or aliens don't necessarily have to be from from the stars. They don't have to be from the galaxies far, far away. They could literally be sitting on top of us right now and we don't even know it. And that Tic Tac video was just an instance an instance of like a slip in reality uh, and them coming into our dimension and us being able to perceive them for a moment and then when they disappeared they just went right back into the fifth dimension well then you start to think is it uh, alien at all is it just another organism that is in just a totally different i guess i don't know that's exactly the theory that's exactly the theory is that they could be it could be a different kind of human yeah i'm having trouble like Putting into words what my brain is trying to say, like it, it could just be uh, like that ship is the organism. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the thing that we're seeing isn't a ship or some sort of 
uh, vehicle for something else. That is the thing that is well. coming from the astral plane. It's the organism. Right. Exactly. But it's not, they're not extraterrestrial. Technically, they would still be like it, earthly beings. Yeah. They're just on a different, they're literally in a different plane Interdimensional of beings. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Um, something in the mist. Yeah, man. It's out there. It's, it could just be right behind you right now. It could be. Turn around. Yeah, and actually, one of the other things that Luis Elizondo said was that we need to be cautious how we define life. He says life out there might be fairly abundant um, if we were to loosen our definition. He says the possibilities are limitless. Every time we put a limitation on nature, it displays that there are no limits. Towards the end of the interview, the interviewer asked Lou, um, is it man or mankind's? He then turned the, the question back around to the interviewer and said, like, well, what do you think? And the interviewer said, I think it's mankind's plural. And Lou said he would go with mankind's plural as well. So apparently um, this is him hinting towards that they're like hinting towards the fact that there might be other quote unquote like humans out there that exist. Mm. So it's not just yeah. it's not just ETs. It's literally other forms of mankind that he's referring to here. Well, then you got to think if we do it. If we're able to invent a way to travel through time, are we talking about different mankinds at that point? Are there different planes of time where different things have happened? And are those different than what we are right here? I don't know. I don't know. But it gets me really excited thinking about it. This guy reminds me of uh, Bob Lazar in a way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to look more into this guy. Um, well, I have some links that I uh, will throw up in the Discord for yeah, you and the listeners, Yeah, go check them out. Join our Chad. Discord, guys. It's free. That's right. So, yeah, something to chew on in the, in the weeks ahead. In the words of Lou, we look at the world through a very narrow electromagnetic spectrum, and that's just a sliver of what's really out there. <laughs> Mind blown. Cool story. Very interesting. I want to know more about him. That uh, that what he has, what he's proposed, is very uh, interesting. It just feels for me as if it's aligning with a lot of other theories that I've been reading about, and uh, yeah. in terms of aliens and spirituality and just like astral projection, all of it. It just it just feels like it's all aligning for me. I firmly am attaching myself to this theory of uh, an, another dimension just kind of sitting on top of ours that we can't experience. I think it's really exciting. No, it's super cool. Super cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll make sure to throw up the links to um, these interviews and where else we got some of our information from today. We'll throw that up in the Discord. Um, definitely join us on there. We're having some fun. Yeah, the links are on Instagram and Twitter. It's a never expires, so it's always going to be there. Go click it, sign up, and join. It's totally free, and we have fun. And speaking of Instagram and Twitter, you can find us on both at the underscore LRH underscore pod. You can also find us on Facebook at the LRH pod. Yeah, and if you, uh, you don't want to send us anything on there, you can email us at the LRH show at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories, guys. Please send them to us. We'd love to hear from our listeners. And lastly, if you do want to contribute to the podcast, you can hop on to patreon.com slash the LRH podcast and hop into one of our mini tiers. We're going to have some fun stuff coming up as our community grows. So be sure to check us out on there as well. And that's it. That's it. We'll have another episode coming out later this week. So keep an eye out for that. And as always, uh, what do we say? (laughs) Thanks for joining us on. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on the long road home. Have a great couple days, everyone. See you later. Smell you later. Smell you later.